Our reading for today is from Acts, the eleventh chapter, verses one through eighteen. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticizing him, saying, "You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them," but Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descending, being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to me. Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air, and I heard a voice saying to me, "Rise, Peter, kill and eat." But I said, "By no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth." But the voice answered a second time from heaven, "What God has made clean, do not call common." This happened three times, and all was drawn up again into heaven. And behold, at that very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we were, sent to me from Caesarea, and the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. These six brothers also accompanied me. And we entered the man's house, and he told us how he had seen the angel stand in his house and say, "Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter, and he will declare to you a message by which you will be saved, you and all your household." As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as on us at the beginning, and I remembered the word of the Lord. How he said, "John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit." If God gave the same gift to them as He gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? When they heard these things, they fell silent, and they glorified God, saying, "Then the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Evan Gagline, Faith Lutheran Church, Rogue River, Oregon. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Dear friends, if you believe in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, then you are holy. That's what this lesson is about today from Acts chapter eleven. In Acts chapter eleven. Peter is criticized because he is with those who are eating unclean food, and so Peter tells them of his vision that he had when he was in Joppa. The vision was about this、uh, sheet, which is lowered by all four corners, and、uh, the voice says,、uh, "Peter,、uh, kill and eat." But Peter says, "By no means, Lord, would I eat these things, for they are unholy; they are unclean, and nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered my mouth." But then the voice from heaven answers and says, "What God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy." Now this passage is not just some random game changer, as if God was was working one way in the Old Testament, restricting certain foods, and then now all of a sudden He just changes His mind,、uh, capriciously just says, "Okay, now I'm going to operate another way." No, that's not what we have given to us in the scriptures. We have to first ask the question: Why did God institute these dietary laws in the first place? And of course, we know that God 
instituted these dietary laws in the first place to establish that which is holy. Now, the word holy is a word that means set apart. That's different. I think in our English language, we most understand it as the word special, that, that a certain people would be special to him. In church, we have a certain room that is special for hearing God's word. And even within that room, we have an area of that room that is special for the holy things of God, reading the scriptures, receiving the sacrament. So to be holy means that something is set apart, that is, is reserved for a sacred use, something divine. Well, this is what God was doing with the dietary laws in the Old Testament. He was having his holy people act differently, act in a way that was special to show everyone around them that these dietary laws marked these people of God to be his own possession. Now, we have uh, in Colossians chapter 2 this verse that Paul writes. It says, Therefore... Let no one act as your judge in regard to food or drink or in respect to a festival moon or a Sabbath day. These things are a mere shadow of that which is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Paul is urging those to not let anyone judge you regarding the food that you eat. Well, why not? Because these things are just a picture a shadow of something greater and better that is to come, and that thing that is better to come is Jesus. So while in the Old Testament these dietary laws set apart certain people to be holy, to be righteous before him, now we know in the in the New Testament those things are fulfilled by Christ Jesus himself. Jesus uh, teaches us in Matthew chapter 15, it is not what enters the mouth that defiles a man, but what proceeds out of the mouth is what defiles a man. You see, it's not what we eat that makes us unholy. It's really what comes out of our heart. The things that we say, the things that we think, this is what makes us unholy, not the foods we eat. And so this means that all of us would be equally sinful before God, but God has fulfilled this shadow from the Old Testament in himself, Jesus Christ. So what God has cleansed, no longer consider it unholy. Dear saints, you and I would be unholy. We would not be special for God if it wasn't for his grace and his mercy. But what is once unholy, God has declared, has cleansed, and made it holy. We who are sinful from birth, who think the most adulterous thoughts, who say the most vile things, God grants us his forgiveness and he makes us holy. In the waters of holy baptism, he grants us the true gift of forgiveness of sins and sets us apart. He makes us special, a special people unto himself. It's by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who extended his arms on the cross who spilled his very own blood to atone for our sins, and now that he can declare to us, you are holy. And what God has cleansed, no longer regard as holy. This is true for you, for God has cleansed you and declared you holy. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. We thank Pastor Evan Gagline for today's meditation on God's Word.